we can go right into Biomutant. You and me both been playing it. I am at like 18 hours strong on this game. Yep. There is moral choices, but in my opinion, I really haven't noticed a single difference between light or dark when you choose. In Hmm. my honest opinion right now, I have a bad, I have a feeling that it's going to lead up to the end of the game of what happens. Of how, what. Oh, you mean like what the ultimate? Uh, I feel like the light point of it is. I feel like the entire throughout the game, I think there's gonna be some minor points where it's like you know you choose. Sure. I think at the end of what your choices are, it's going to affect the entire like story of the game. That's how that. I'm getting that feeling. Yeah. Needless to say, I think this game looks beautiful. I think this game is weird and different. I like it. I will say one thing, this is not for everyone. This is a Fable game in my opinion, where it, it, it looks neat, it looks fun, but there are some points in the game where it's frustrating and there are parts that the game are broken. Mm. Some of the boss fights, they're broken. You saw what happened when we yep. did that with stupid Frost boss. Well, I said Frost boss, but like I was literally about to kill it and then it hits me so hard, my character flies away. Yeah. And then it regens. It regens its health because yep. I'm at a certain distance. Yeah, it's and almost it's, it's almost like the MMO effect where it's just like you get out of the out of uh, the range of a certain mob yes. after fighting it, and it just bam, it's instant regeneration. And I'm just kind of standing here going like, how is this fair? This it, it's not. That was stupid. Yes. Didn't they have something happen like that with the adamantoids on uh, Final Fantasy 15 where I it could thought? glitch? I thought it so. It will glitch out a little bit, and it will hit you, send you flying away, and the whole life will reach instantly. Oh no 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 no! There was a part like in other Final Fantasy games where like something would happen, and also we'd regen. And I'm just standing here going like, what? What? How? <laughs> How did you do this? How did you do this? But overall, I am liking it. I actually picked the rifle class, the range. Right. I know that you're. Oh, picking dead eye. Not dead eye. It's just the rifle. There's, there's, oh the, uh, there's like a few other classes you can get. Shoot, I'm there's trying to literally the, the, the name. You can use the um, two-handed weapon or the pistol with a pistol, and or I can pick uh, another two-handed weapon with an assault rifle. And I really am focusing on yeah, the rifle. The Sentinel. Was it the Sentinel? I believe so. See, I want saboteur. Yeah. Ooh. See, dual, I was dual size. Dual size. Yeah. See, I was gonna go with that, but since they pre-ordered it, I had the mercenary class. Ah. And I had the double katanas. And, right. You know. That was my first. I actually tried, like I said in the last episode, I did the dual katanas, the single uh-huh. katana, and then the saboteur. Those are the okay. three that I tried. Saboteur was gonna be my choice. If yeah. the, if I didn't have mercenary, I was gonna go with saboteur. I'm yeah. a huge dual wield yeah. fan. Like any game I can, I will have two swords in my hands at yeah. all times. Yeah. That's why I also usually play even a rogue in RPGs. I would have, uh, if I cannot have two swords, I would have the double dual, daggers. Dual daggers, right? Yep. But yeah. no, the thing is about this game, I will say right now, is you gotta be really smart when it comes to like your resistance towards radiation, um, chemical, fire, frost, and so, yes, and then like the smoke or smog, or whatever. It was. Actually, oh, okay. I was watching videos on YouTube, like in general, and even like ten things to know about bomb mutant kind of stuff. Oh yeah, from, sure. Like, Game ranks, yeah, yep, yep, yep. stuff that Ga- I'm following and love. Right. Yep. Yeah. And so pretty much, it sounds like the only resistance you should ever put is in the radioactive thingy, because apparently that's the only place where you can actually go and get uh, bio points, I think, or stuff like that that come in handy. You can actually oh. change your appearance. You can do other stuff, I think, because every other resistance—fire, ice, all that kind of like 
you can put equipment, you can do other stuff, you're gonna be fine. Not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't like again. <laughs> I don't know because I only play like a couple hours. Oh. Because this was if the day that it came out, couple right. hours. The damage, honestly, of my melee attacks looks so low, and like that's I what didn't get really into it. So I went back to finishing the. Mass Effect trilogy. Right, right. I mean, I get it. I mean, overall, though, for this game, there is so much to do. Oh, absolutely. I think the world looks beautiful. The animals are crazy looking. Fun. You can actually get, like, a right amount. There's two ways. There are two ways to get one. One is, like, get this fruit for this one, kind of, like, horse-looking animal, and you can start riding it. The other one is to save it from this thing called the meat eater. Huh. It was that goat I saved. I oh, yeah, the say, goat. Right. Yeah. I yeah, had the goat and, and I think two, three horses that had different colors. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But um, throughout the world, like you really need to make sure that you have different kind of style armors with certain stats on it to help you out. Because remember, when I was playing the wrist part and I got to that frost area, I had 9% frost resistance. Right. And oh, my goodness, I could not do anything. I had to run back to the safe area. Because then let it recharge. I got up to what sixty percent? I think I said, wasn't it? It was sixty-three, I think. Yeah, sixty-three, and even then, it was still not enough, in my opinion, to actually battle something. I like how the armor kind of reflects what it, what the resistances are, though. Because yeah. oh, like yeah. your your helmet was literally an actual winter hat. Yeah, it was. It was really. Yeah. It was a pink one. Like think of like um Bob's Burger. Yeah. The youngest daughter's hat kind of thing. That's what it was. Okay, that's so. Like in this game, you cannot like just have one armor. No, you're gonna go no, no. through. I've been making. I've so. been filling with a lot of the armor. I have four sets of armor, and each I've already fiddled with it on the, the stats for weaponry and armor. Uh-huh. To where, like, if I'm in this location, I already have. Oh, I'll go to slot two for the armor because this has high radiation resistance. And this, okay, cool. I have armor for high. So radiation. you sh- for the armor you, more than like trying to have more damage or something, you should have more resistance I think in my opinion, I have armor set for doing just regular areas of doing damage, and I have armor that's set for going into this area. Okay. Yeah, because those areas where you have to have resistance, if you don't don't, have resistance in those you drop in like seconds. You drop in like a few. Which is interesting, because most games that I remember were like areas where maybe you had fire that could damage you or stuff like that. Yeah. It was more of an annoyance than actually like giving you issues. It was more like, oh, well, I just gotta be more careful. But you could go with any armor because the armor would have high defense in itself. Mm. So even if it was an element in most games, you could have one armor that you were like fine throughout the game. You never nah, had to like change this armor. one. You have to have multiple armors. No, that is interesting. Well, that is nice not, to and see. And then that's not that. You can also upgrade your armor to get better stats on this thing, so yep. you can actually keep building so you can actually do more damage in these areas Yep. because I was doing whatever I can so like I said I have a setup just purely going into the frost area I have an area that's purely designed to go into this area and so on and so on and it's important you have to have it it does one thing that I'm kind of like I I, for me it wasn't a big deal but to my friends who kind of like want to like see it in the long effect and then make their choices right from the get-go it's like oh hey there's two tribal clans pick one well what what does each one do you won't know until you actually pick one ah no 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 no. wait the first ones you choose it actually tells you once one wants to control everything through killing the yeah but you're not gonna know the full effects of what you do until like you know later down the line is the situation i mean that one pretty much just decides you're like light or dark yeah yeah but again at the same time though it's like i'm i just started i'm not ready yet Actually, <sighs> speaking about light and dark 
it's actually when it tells you, okay, you want to go to the right road or the left road, and it makes you choose light or dark. Yeah. Yeah. And what cracked me up, though, is the light side. It might be the light side, but the little, like, spirit that yeah. pops up every time. Yeah. It's a jerk. It's a damn bully. Every time I heard any well, conversation, he pops up. Oh, yeah. It's a, a damn bully. In the dark, in that situation, at least because I was going dark at first. Yeah. I was going light at first. The light one was a complete bully. And the dark one was, like, more relaxed and more like, hey, like, you know, relax. Why are you being so mean? Yeah, right. Does it change if you go more dark than light? I don't like, know. I do went they reverse? I'm going As light, of right so now, I, I am, like... I think 42 or something like that for light and like five for dark. Like there was a part where I did something and it gave me dark and light. And I'm just like, that's not cool, but okay, fine, whatever. I don't know my numbers. It just what? says somewhat light is what it says for well, me. Well, right now you can actually look at your aria. Like, oh, or your the, aura. The, the aura, right. Also, yeah. light is going to tell you which which uh, ma- uh, magics you can learn pretty yes. much. Oh. So light, the biggest thing about light or dark is it decides which spells you can choose. Oh. Light is gonna have like I think it was like ice and yes. stuff like that. I and dark ice. is gonna have fire and stuff. No, I have fire for a lot, and I'm light. I have the cool run like roll. Okay, kind of I don't remember, but like it will block out because some of those spells it would. Okay, you gotta have four light to learn this skill. Oh. You gotta have no. ten light. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 it does. No, no, no. Hear me out. You what you have to do is you ever see like these weird like kind of like tent like looking things? Those are designed to give you like the the stats to upgrade your stuff. You have to be a certain like level of light or dark to be able to actually use these. But you, for me, I've been using light, and I have the acid ability. I have the frost ability. I have a fire ability, and I also have like a weird fireball too. So yeah, do you have the teleport no, zap too? I don't think I have the teleport zap. That's one. what I use. Okay, I I didn't pick that one. Ah. But I mean, overall though, I it's think the that, side powers. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. I my opinion right now is I feel like. This game was kind of like push back, push back, and rush because there are parts of the game where I feel are very broken. I keep getting stuck on weird things I shouldn't get stuck on. Mm. It's like something that like you kind of like it felt like a rush style kind of thing. Are, like, are you talking like an, an invisible barrier in the environment? No, like me jumping on certain things and getting stuck on them. Oh, I have done it multiple times, riding an animal or running. It actually happened oh, to me right. with only two hours of gameplay. I, my character actually got stuck, like just two hours playing it. And my I was fighting a boss. I was fighting huh. the boss as the mech. Yeah. And he hits me with his tail, launches me back in the mech, and my mech got stuck. Hmm. And then for some stupid reason, it saved auto saved where I'm over there, stuck. Huh. Oh shoot. That's why I'm gonna say this right now. As of right now, if you're playing on the old consoles, which I played them both, the new and the old, just to take a look. On the new one, I think it looks graphically good. Frame rate, no problems. On the Xbox One X, I have there are times where there's multiple enemies, there is a chug. There is a frame rate chug. Hmm. I can tell it, I can see it, especially when it's like loading up like an environment, I can get you get a chug. I notice there's a significant load time in there there's the load times on the consoles, whatever you're playing on, when I saw you playing it today. I was playing on the Xbox One. Okay, so the load times on that suck. No, man, I think the load <laughs> Oh, you should see on the PS4. It's ridiculous. No, 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 I'm just comparing it to my about... PC. Load times on the PC are like lightning done. fast. Done. He's done. And it's on the uh, the Xbox Series X, the load times are a lot faster. Um, I'm going to flat out say that right now. The oh, okay. Xbox Series X, the load times are faster. But okay. I've been playing on both just to get a feel. Yeah. If you get my drift. Sure. I just wanted to see what the difference was. 
But no, like, there are certain parts of the game on the Xbox One where it feels like, uh, you might. Are you gonna crash on me? Are you gonna crash on me? It felt like he was gonna crash on me. Yeah, so did you ever figure out if you could craft, um, med packs? Um, I have not crafted a single med pack. What I've been able to craft right now is making a new gun. Right. Making a, another weapon. Yeah. That's what I've done so far for crafting. Okay. I have not yet an old armor and, um, gear. I have not seen a crafting for med packs yet. Huh. I know that your little robot, you get an, op an option to, like, um, pick a specific thing where it will give you, like, a stim for health. Oh. That little robot frog? Yeah. Like, the little grasshopper right. thing? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's got, like, what, six, four, six upgrades you can yes. give them something? Yep, and I picked health originally because I know that ever so often when I was in, like, certain areas where I didn't have a high enough resistance, it was actually kind of, like, made it life or death for me kind of situation where I had to have a, more health. Okay, I want to ask a question since you both have been playing it more than me. Okay. Do you feel that the combat is a bit too chaotic? I feel... Because I've personally found myself fighting like two, three enemies in front of me, and then I will have another two from behind and just slam, and my health goes halfway gone. My thing is, in a second. My thing is this right here. One, there is no lock-on really. I hate that. Yep, so that's bad. what I was just gonna say. There is no lock on, and I feel like if there was a lock on added, I feel like a lot of the problem would go away. Absolutely. Because there's times where I'm hitting this big baddie who's this huge, huge baddie, and I'm slashing him left and right, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like a little one will kind of bump me, and I'm like, I don't care about you. I'm gonna keep hacking, slashing, and then it switches automatically to that one. And then the big guy will hit me, and I'll get knocked around multiple times. Yeah. And I find it frustrating. I've actually had even the problem where I'm, I'm like, targeting technically somebody, and all of a sudden my character will start slashing next to him. It will stop slashing him and just go empty space on the right. And I'm like, huh. where are you going? No, yeah. No, they want, I, this is what you, was happening. I'm if like, you oh, pure, yeah. if you are want, you, if right? you want pure chaos, I feel like there's more control when it comes to actually using melee weapons. When you use the rifle, it has so many unique button, you know, presses for doing special abilities that a lot of times it looks cool, but it's not even remotely close to the enemy. Okay. There's literally part where I'm using the gun's momentum and I'm doing like a little, like a sound yeah, spin. Yeah, the, the spin thingy. But guess what? Every time I do it, I'm not actually hitting anything. I'm not. I'm not hitting anything unless I'm like right there in front of them, and if it's a big, big baddie. So it almost defeats the purpose so, of having something that's long range if you have to get that close to do a special attack. Exactly. Yes. One hundred percent. So, so far, I've heard that like the uh, going spellcaster technically is like kind of the easiest, most overpowered. That's what I'm really hearing. Yeah. Yes, because also a lot of them have area of effect, if I'm not wrong, oh. of the spells, and they kind of auto target. Oh. So you get you can stay at a safe distance, yeah. still hit and do damage, and I also heard that and you can actually put that your magic does critical damage. Huh. So you just like overpowered the enemy yeah. and everything. I'm so going, I know that's what I'm gonna try when I go back to it. I think I'm gonna go spellcaster to see how it is. Yeah. For how much I love melee, but. I think they tried to do kind of Ghost of Tsushima. You know how in Ghost of Tsushima, you could not lock on in Ghost of Tsushima. Right. But even though you would get swarmed by enemies, you still had the camera still made you have a good like field vision where you could kind of like still yeah, protect yourself and you know, you could see what was coming. Yeah. Here, the camera does not, does not have a good angle for you to do that. Because you have so many- Especially if their enemies can fly. In my oh, opinion, absolutely. when I'm shooting, the auto aim will kind of do its thing, and I'm like, no, I want to hit these guys down below. These little 
sans flying like these little helicopter devices, I don't give two craps and about them. And you will get range <laughs> shot from enemies from any distance. Oh yeah, they'll, like, they'll where snipe they you. But there's all there's different kinds of weapons, and there's so much upgrades you can do. It's pretty cool. There is pistols, like revolver style guns. Mm -hmm. You got shotguns. You have like a rifle, and then you also have like a, um, as another range weapon a boomerang. Oh. oh yeah, I unlocked that one. Yes, you. It's it, the first one you, you get yeah, if you side with the the one first try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. I call them like the best way to describe them is like more of like. They, they look like, like what Middle Eastern. Yeah, Arabian. I was thinking it's the turban wearing people, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of different people. Or, uh, I've only seen the the, the first. So two. you saw the samurais and yeah. the turban wearing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These are the turban wearing ones. Okay. Yes, and you get the boomerang if yes. you side with that. Yes. Ah, okay. But, I mean, overall, though, it is a unique game. It is different from, like, view, like, animation, view, because when you're making your character, if you want to go hardcore intellect, your head's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I no, found no, really interesting that and the way, like, how they choose, how you choose to spend your abilities. Okay, you cannot be like, okay, I want to do intellect and I want to do speed. No. It's either you, it's literally a wheel with everything around and you've got to go in between whatever it's close to each other you right. do not get to spin freely your points technically speaking yeah right. you, don't, you don't get to like fiddle with it it's a wheel and then also the same thing goes for your your, your resistance towards an element mm -hmm. I mean overall for me I am I'm enjoying this I do like it I do have some frustrations but overall like I played Mass Effect 1 and I, there was countless times that my save got corrupted or I got stuck into dumb things so I mean, overall, like I can man up. I'm fine with it. But <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I like this game. I think it's different. I I remember you going like, I don't like my character how he looks. I'm gonna redo. Yeah, it. I didn't like the, my first character build, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna remake it. I think I heard that the in the radiation spots there should be points where you can actually change the appearance of your character however you want. I didn't know that. I saw it. I was surprised. It's too, your I, arm. It's your arm. If, if you remember when your yeah, the, the color different arm. Yeah, I but I heard so. I heard like you can actually change the, the whole appearance of your. Oh, I didn't know that. Appearance and fur, if I'm not wrong, you will find specific spots. It's like little pools or something, and you can just change your appearance however you want it. I could, huh. I could, but I'm pretty sure that's what they said you could do, which was interesting because it may, it forces you your character to look one way when you start. But apparently you can change it later on. I mean, that's not a bad thing. No, I'm happy about it, because I wasn't happy a lot either about how... Well, my first character build, it looked like a panda, but it was like bright, bright red. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird looking. I was like, I can't do this. Well, <laughs> my, one friend, my one friend was like, made his character like have like hardcore, like in between intellect and charm, you know? Oh my. And his head was so huge. And then he's like, well, I'm going to goof off and make another character with a pure melee. And he made it all buff-like, and it's just oh, so—it's like a tiny little. It's head, a huge. And it's bag. like he's this. Like, just yeah. imagine like a mutant raccoon beefed up. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Steroids, hardcore. Yeah. But I mean, I love the reason why I really like this game is just because I love how it, the world just looks like. Oh, humanity screwed up. They poison the planet and the Earth. Yeah. What was the name of the company? Like Toxin Go or something? Yeah, like that? Toxin Go. something like that. And there was, and it cracks me up because it straight up goes like you know, yeah. They didn't care about it. They just dumped their waste wherever they could. And yeah. where, when a spot was full, they just decided to go to the sea and yep. the sea with more tough. Yep. I'm like, well, that sounds kind of relevant. Yeah. yeah, it sounds accurate. Oh, yeah. It sounds accurate. But, like, the part of just, like, the world is starting to renew, and then now there's these world eaters that are kind of, like, eating the tree. And if once the tree dies, everyone, you know, like, 
it, it's done. It's like the world's supposed to like reset or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's like there's neat parts where like there's areas like where like the very beginning part of the area where it's like that small kind of like you know like oil pollution area. Yeah, right. If you actually get you know you can hop on the Mac, which you get a Mac, which yep. is cool looking. Yep. And you can climb around and you'll see a ladder. You can climb up there and you'll get up top and you'll see like a, a nice like greeny area with people trying to live. Oh. It's it's pretty cool. I love that kind of scenario, like, well, humanity got the heck out of Dodge because they messed up the planet, and now the Earth has just, like, okay, yeah, restart button. What about the, the announcer? What's your opinion What's your opinion on the narrator? Okay, well, first of all, uh, the voice, animal voices, it's Banjo-Kazooie. Oh. It is so... I just, I likened it to Simlish in the last podcast. Oh, no, That's yeah. what it reminded oh, me Oh, I of. know, it does, but it is hardcore Banjo-Kazooie meets Sims. Hmm. And it's the British announcer, but a lot of times I'm kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah, I understand. You're British. Cool. Good for you. Good for you. Go drink some tea. I want to go kill something. Come yeah. On. Chop, chop. I'm just th- happy they finally put in the, uh, that you can take away gibberish. Because that yes. just it- prolonged the conversation for way longer than it yep. had to. Yep. It was a mood killer. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. I was like, if I'm not even go- Like, it's not even a language. It'd be different if it was like Elvin. Or something where, like, you could actually hear, like, a different, like, language even if made up. My friend actually... My friend knows how to actually speak Dwarven in Elvish. I'm, really? Yes. There's a book. And I just looked at it and was like, maybe you could have used it to learn, you know, an, an actual language to be used, like French or Spanish. No, hell no. He's just like, no. He's like, no, I'm going to learn this instead. I'm like... I'm proud that you know how to... Learn. It. I was like, I guess you can speak another language, but is that language being used right now? Unless D&D becomes a real-world thing, then maybe. Well, Elvis imagine, is- though, if, if aliens come and they actually speak Elvin. Like, he's going to be the ambassador mm, for Well, don't worry. He's also <laughs> the, he, he also right. knows how to speak Klingon. Yeah, I was going to say, aliens are going to show up and be like, we watched all the Star Treks. We know how to speak Klingon. You guys know how to speak this? And then someone's going to be like this. I know. Yeah, right. Everyone and, said I was a waste of time. And that would be the rise of the nerds. Yep. <laughs> Except I'm a nerd and I don't know how to speak Klingon. No, please don't. Either. Please don't. I, I kind of you like like my self respect towards you will go down. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean overall though, in my opinion, for me, this is a, this is a buy for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. I do not believe this game is for everyone though. Sure. I will say it's a buy if you get like not an absolute buy, but like if you got some free time, you don't have anything you're passionate about playing right now. It's something you could have fun with. Mass Effect or Biomutant. Mass Effect. I'm sorry. Yeah. I will forever say Mass we Effect. Can this story is so worth it. Let's go through a quick, quick break since we're kind of, we're splitting this podcast up into two parts. Right. To kind of get ourselves back to our reset since the whole entire like move situation. Yep. So this will be two parts, and we'll go on a break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about Mass Effect. Yep. Yeah. From Omega to Mars. From the council to the city of spars, from the reaches of space, to the pillars of a sorry grace. There are battle warmatarians lacking in humility, Julians are bragging about their reach and flexibility. The clutter of the city spreads to the lowliest stars. But no matter what scars you bear, whatever uniform you wear, you can fight like a Krogan, run like a leopard, but you never be better than the shepherd. I picked my squad, I chose my path. The Gathamese are in the past. My universe. 
same But ME3 Your ending's kinda lame Normandy, Shepard has got a thing for us, sorry. And Joker's mind undressing AIED. It's like a multi species love orgy. The final chapter's here. Crucible set to go. Turns out the elusive man's working with Ezio. Now that might sound absurd, but if you played the game, you'd want an alternating. Let's hope the DLC will make it worth playing. Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Mass Effect. Yep. Forever. But not Andromeda. Just not Andromeda. First three. We do oh, not speak that name in this podcast. No, that, that is heresy of the highest caliber. I agree. But um, overall, though, Mass Effect 1, 2, and you're on third rate. Three yep, right now. Already have they the done? Rate. What have they done exactly to make it work? Okay, so the the biggest changes have been made on the first one. Okay. Second and third one, they're about exactly as they just did a leftover kind of deal. Yeah. Take it out. Well, like a visual visual, visual overhaul. Yeah, they yeah. did a visual like not even makeover. It's just been uplifted kind of deal. Like made yeah. a little bit nicer. So right. like it still glitches. So plastic still surgery. Bugs. I actually had a crash on me once. It got stuck with my character trying to load. The pixels were so bad on it, and it just kept saying loading the whole time. I had to literally quit the whole thing and restart it. And one thing I'm curious about though, I actually got two discs in the cover. I have not had to put in the second disc. I'm on the third game. I've never had to touch it, so I'm actually wondering what the the second disc is for at this point. Did you get like a collector? Well, that's Legendary's edition. I wonder if that's like a making of or something Yeah, I'm wondering too. I don't know, it was weird. But on the first one, they kind of did the combat more like the second and third one. Right, yeah. So in the first one, the engineer is not a useless piece of crap character. Because I'm sorry. Mass Effect One, the engineer class was useless. That's why. Wasn't I, that bad? Oh yeah, that's, I usually I hated Ashley. I hated Ashley, but overall, I looked at the stats that he could do, mm-hmm. and I just did this like, like, buddy, you're useless. You're on the suicide mission. Oh, for Kevin. Yeah. Because Ashley was a because, soldier, so she yeah, did. exactly. But I was like, I was like, for my Mass Effect character, I remember I was um, what was it? Uh, all kinetic. Okay. Okay. I went so all, biotic. Yeah, I went all Jedi ness. I went all Jedi ness okay. and kind of stuff like that. But too bad the listeners can't see that. I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing force themes with He's my hands. Yeah, force video right there. I'm doing cool the, force moves, the guys. The force push. Yeah, that's right. I'm doing force push right now. Just close your eyes. Just imagine a stick figure that looks like a skeleton moving his hands all weird. Really right, dude. I'm just thinking jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> Freeze, sucker. Yes. Now. My other thing, though, too, is, like, almost, I think what we all said, one DLC is not part of this, correct? That's what I thought. This okay, is- so, one th- they took away the multiplayer in the third that was, one. That was something that else. That was what right. they did. And I do believe I did hear about one DLC being taken out, but for some reason... Oh, the, not the Citadel, the... Oh, my gosh, what was it called? I have it in my brain. I'm trying to think what it was. The spot. No, not the Spire... The tower? Oh my gosh, I'm freaking... I gotta look it up now. The Citadel? No, the, they did put the Citadel in the third one. And I thought it was that. Uh, okay, 
All I, I, my opinion though is like as someone who has already played all three Mass Effects, yeah, and the terrible fourth one. Is I, this worth? I tried the is, fourth one. I could is play. this? Well, yeah, dude. My what the game? My character. Pinnacle Station. Oh, there was. Uh, thank you. Yeah, that's what, what Google what was says. It? From uh, Mass Effect Two. Second, or? the second DLC yeah. on the series. Yeah. Okay. Well, my thing is this: Is this worth me buying and replaying oh, yeah. again? You think I so? will. You think I mean, it looks it looks good, so. plays good. I just haven't had time to play it. You, get you do realize I have, and too. I have played three playthroughs of each character, like from one to two to three, and done a renegade, done a neutral, and done a paragon. That's what I'm saying. Like for me, who's done so much in Mass Effect, is this worth? Are me? you ever gonna want to play it again? That's the question you have to know. ask yourself. Okay. Like, I played so much Mass Effect when it first came out. Like seriously, I never played two or three, and I only made it to the Citadel in the first one. So, so and... I will. I will, for people who have not played Mass Effect, I would say I must buy. Yeah, the game in the first one, you gotta kind of power through the gameplay because it's never been one the, of the citadel the is the worst oh, oh. no no the citadel is the worst thing to do that early in the game where everyone Going i talked to yeah. from you yeah. josh to yeah. other people all said the same thing i'm bored out of my freaking mind right okay. when do i get to go to do the space shoot shoot yeah right. and shoot some robots yes yeah. i've had people either quit on the citadel or when they first had to encounter the macro and have to go on the planet yeah oh. yeah they gave, having to explore those pan those planets with the macro people were like nope done <laughs> and honestly they didn't i didn't feel much of an improvement no, like, I it was a little bit it. better but it was not that much improved. I still did not visit, like, go around the whole planet making sure I found everything. I'm like, I'm going to whatever pops up as I'm going somewhere. That's it. I'm not dealing with this. Right. Not worth it. On the second one, they stop the macro and you do the resource finding on the planet. Not bad, but still it's like, man, I think they did it best on the third one. Where huh. you don't gotta scan stuff, you don't gotta... It's more like direct. You just go there, it tells you there is something here. Oh, great, let me find it real quick. You find it, you out, you're done. Okay. I think it's the best way because having to go around and like for the second one, you do where you got the level, like it showed, it shows you peaks, like in Sounder or something on oh. the side. And you gotta find the peaks for the resources and you get the resources and then you can armor, weapons, upgrades, stuff like that. I get, at least for me, it gets so tedious. <laughs> so extremely tedious. You just no. I mean, I I get it, but like that. for me, like I just I want to buy it just to own it. But at the same time, it's like, why would I want to buy it if I'm not gonna play it right now? I have all these other games going on right now, and I've already played Mass Effect so much. Right. So much. I mean, like if Knights of the Old Republic was to come out right now, I'd buy in a heartbeat because I haven't played Knights of the Old Republic in years. Yeah, same here. I own it on Steam, but I haven't played it in years. Funny enough, I actually finished Mass Effect just last year for the first time, and only did Paragon. I'm still, I still bought it, and I'm still gonna do another like a second playthrough as soon as I'm done with Mass Effect Three, yeah. anyways. But also, I'm hoping, kinda, I don't know if it's gonna happen, that maybe with the new Mass Effect that's coming out, they might let you transfer some saves and decisions. Maybe. I'm not sure. All I'm gonna say There's is so much all that I'm we gonna don't know. Yeah. All I'm going to hmm. say is this right now. After Andromeda, I really will be cautious for a new Mass Effect game. From what I've heard, it's either going to be after the second one or between the first one and the second one, I think. 
or like or the, nobody knows if it's gonna be after the third one or in between the first and the second one. Well, the third those one, are the thoughts. The third right one's now. ending was so weird that it made people Agreed. made people talk about its ending. That I don't know if you could do a, a for you know a, a true fourth one in my opinion because technically you could because in the one if you got the right ending you know your ship crashes and it has an algorithm spoiler alert, spoiler alert spoiler alert and your crew well, some of the crew that you like the most or your algorithm will be on there don't worry Tally was there <laughs> Tally was that. there Tally was there that's all we needed to hear. yeah. So okay. is yeah, no, but th- there is a even bigger controversy for the come out of the fourth one if it's after the third one. Mm-hmm. So technically speaking, both the first one and second one choices you make carry over. There, you know, you can kill everybody, and they're they're not gonna be in the second one. They're gonna disappear, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The problem with the third one, if they make a fourth one after that, they have to canon an ending. That means. That you don't truly have a choice, because there's they gotta canon one of those three choices. So it becomes we're like, well, the other two choices are invalid at that point. Right. It becomes where they gotta they go from hey you can choose whatever. There's gonna be like different ways you can actually end it and continue it. Right. To hey, this is what yeah. actually happens. You do not. You are not. Your choice doesn't matter at right. the end of the third one, because this is what actually should happen. Right. That becomes the biggest controversy that I've heard online for that for the new game that's coming out. Huh. It's an interesting idea, pe- though. People have actually uh, like watched more of the trailer since all we got from the new one is a teaser trailer. Yes. You can actually see in the background. It looks like a dead reaper. Huh. Well, also, Which, also there's like a uniform and you see it says N7 on it. Yeah, there's the uniform and there's a dead reaper, which makes you think... Yeah, no, no, yeah. You know, leave it at that because I actually don't want to like spoil it. No, no, yeah, no, 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 I don't want to spoil it. I better just leave it there. But that's what it is. So it makes it look like one choice has already been chosen. But then you're like, okay, so why the heck did you even put me this conundrum at the end of it? If it no, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know, like, my only thing, though, I, like, I, I'm happy with is that they really fixed some things in Mass Effect 1, where... I agree. Oh, it was so messed up. I mean, like, because, I mean, again, I, I don't know, is the Paragon any different, or, like, the, or the same audio is the same thing? Because I know that some people were complaining about, like, the facial features in 1, and a little bit of 2. The, okay, the facial expressions in 1, horrible. Well, they're, oh my god! They didn't really just do like a whole revamp. This is just no, this, I know, yeah. But, but like those eyes look like they're gonna it, they're gonna hunt your nightmares. It's fine with me. Their facial expressions are so bad. Even in the second one though, and in the third one, the facial some of these facial expressions are still really bad. Like huh. you look at it, you're like, well, like okay, the graphic is better, but you kind of could have tweaked it to make it nope. <laughs> I I. I love the third one when you find, like, one of the Prometheans, you know? Oh, yeah, the DLC. uh... Yeah, and then it's just like, hey, dude, what's going on? He was just like, I'm just a soldier. And I'm like, oh, crap. He's he's a real Well, He is hardcore. Well, hear me out. How would you feel if you're the last one? No, no, no. It wasn't just that. You just go find out that the, the Proteans, they were hardcore. 
like the way they went about life was not like oh nice or like you know help other no the should they say stuff for like is it gonna be spoilers well, that's a DLC thing. It's your call. I mean, we can say spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I mean, just spoiler and everything. <laughs> there you I'm, go. Like, kind of spoiler. Like, not really spoilers because it doesn't. It's just like backstory that they're gonna tell you. It doesn't like actually spoil the outcome of the game or anything. This is all like backstory, codex kind of stuff. Right. But pretty much, it always was thought that the Proteans were in the app and like they help all the other races. You know, to give what they actually did was enslave everybody. They did. Because there was other alien races just like what's happening right now because the one thing everyone always talked about was like, weird, there's all these other alien races with the humans and for the the Protheans? Yeah, the Yeah. Yeah. For some odd reason, it's all we're really seeing is their architecture, their buildings, and we're not seeing anything else. They were the first ones to get a hold of like the technology before the other uh, pre- the predators of like what happened with them with the cycle, because the Reapers are there for a cycle. Hmm. They are kind of like again like bio mutant. When this one goes away, the world, the the universe and galaxy starts anew. Right. So what happens is they'll go through planet to planet, going, okay, humanity is right now playing with sticks and throwing poo at each other. We're not gonna kill them. All these other aliens, they're not there yet, so we don't have to worry about them because they don't have space travel. Well, now, the Protheans, they became this, like, massive, like, space empire, and the... He and he the literally ga- refers to everything as an empire. And yeah, oh, yeah, they, he does, he does. The, the, the way they went for every race was, okay, uh, you either surrender us or we're going to murder all of you. Yeah, it huh. was... End of story. There was no other thing about it. It was... Was that how it was for the Geth, too? No, the get- no, the get was a different conflict deal. Okay, oh. the Koreans were the first ones where articles and rules about artificial intelligence. The Koreans went against it. The Koreans then started making robots that had like a system link AI kind of situation where it was a group AI, not a single individual so- AI. And then slowly, the gas started to show human and well. You know, like life intelligence. Right. Well, the thing no, the thing that was going on was AIs are banned. You can only do VIs. So there we go, artificial yeah. intelligence is a no-no, mm-hmm. but virtual intelligence, which is highly limited compared to it, was fine. Huh. What, so the the Aquarians, what they did were they built virtual intelligence to help with like everyday stuff. You know, mining, cleaning, whatever you want to do. You know, everyday thing. Right. And they just put them test. But they linked them to each other so they could cooperate better. And in doing and they so, they slowly started tweaking them. You know, oh, you can do higher functions. Yeah. So the get yeah, they slowly start going from BI to AI. Right, right. Because they can, you know, they can do more difficult processes. Right. And when they start linking together, they start more having like of a hive mind kind of deal. In fact, it becomes. That's where Legion comes from. Yes. Yes. Okay. Legion. Well, see, here's the, also the thing, though. Too technically, there are two groups of guests. Mm-hmm. Ones that think the Reapers are like these, gods. they're gods, oh. and the other ones see what they're actually going to do and enslave them. And one of the parts in Mass Effect Two, again, spoiler, 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 
You don't like that voice? <laughs> you do you, man. It's adorable, though. I'm going to put him as a ring. There you go. Not. But the thing is, though, is you had an option between a Paragon and Renegade, and it also did affect it. You could, A, use the virus to make, um, you know, like, break the code that would get them from them worshipping the Reapers to joining your side. And it would affect the game in Mass Effect 3. Or you could just say, screw it and kill all these, you know, guests. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, because remember, the, the main thing is that after this situation happened, the guests kind of, like, startled into the Reapers. And they kind of like, well, they're robots like us. They're gods. Right. And that's how the Geth kind of got super powered and started invading everywhere. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's right. Also, you can actually send Legion to Cerberus. Yes. You can decide not to have him as a companion and be like, nope, go to Cerberus. Yep, and they're going to study oh. you. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, actually, if I'm not wrong, and again, many spoilers, again, uh, you will fight him as like kind of a special enemy in the third one if oh. at some point. Yes. Huh. I don't remember when, but I heard that happens, and the same thing can happen with Jack if you don't help the Academy. Yes. You will end up fighting. What, no, what will happen is the Geth and the Reapers are taking over areas. Now, if you give Legions to Cerberus, he actually kind of like is like part of the company as a uh, villain. Yeah. Now, Jack, if you don't go to this planet right away... Which Before will, a certain, like, main mission. Like, it's all a, the Geth and Reaper take them and then do experiments to them and make them almost like the husk. Oh. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Where, like, the Geth were putting them in spikes and somehow... Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, turning no. them into mindless zombies. Yeah. She will become like that. But, oh. like, super OP I power. Thought, I thought I heard this time Cerberus was gonna do experiments on oh, her and then she... I, I apologize. Yes, it was Cerberus. That's right. They went right? after the like Academy. She, she was... They were... Tra- they got her back because technically she was one of their experiments yes, back in the is. day. She's one of the powerful. And then, like, broke her and, like, she became mindless and then all that. But, yeah. like, they did experiments or torture her or something like that. At least that's what I heard. A lot yeah. of the stuff I just saw on YouTube because yeah. it's choices I haven't made and I will never make because hmm. I... I will do Renegade, but I still want everybody with me. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be a... But I'm still going to have people with me. That's the point. No, I'm I, I, I right. totally, totally agree with you that one part. You don't want to do something and then, like, you'll hate yourself for it. Yeah, you know? but you can actually get to the third game with only three people. Yes, oh, I know that. Yes, I don't you know. You can literally, if I'm not wrong, I heard you can kill everybody. Yeah. Kill everybody no, or and everybody the, no. leave you? Oh, no, 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 no. Some leave you and some... Or in, in, in Mass Effect 2, there is in part of the mission, if you don't do certain things, I'm not, I'm not going to say. Right. Mm-hmm. But there are choices between certain characters that will show alliances that you can do. And yeah. if you're not high enough Renegade or high enough Paragon, it will affect the outcome. And if you put them in this mission and they are not the right choice and they don't have pure loyalty to you, mm-hmm. they can die. Oh. oh, yeah. So, in the second Mass Effect 2, you're almost going into a suicide mission. Huh. And then you could also screw up and get almost your entire space crew killed in uh, one of the missions. Yeah. Jeez. In Mass Effect, if I'm not wrong, Mass Effect 2, easy, you can have seven to nine characters die. Yes. No problem. Oh, hands down. the wrong ones, Hands seven to nine down. Hands down. Huh. You can, if you put the wrong people in the scenario, they will die. Especially if their alliance is not to you. Mm-hmm. Because they don't... They're not truly, like, there for you if that, that's right, a word. Right. I don't sure. understand, like, for life or death, wouldn't you, like, like I'm going to fight to survive, but you know what? You did not remember my birthday. So, <laughs> right. you know. And so I guess I got nothing to live for, I guess. Yep. 
No, Could have gave me a cupcake, but no. No, you didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although I do love in Mass Effect how sometimes little side quests or stuff get brought like from the first one to the third oh, one. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, oh yeah. It's like it's it's a small thing, but it's beautiful to see that they, like they actually do something about it, and it's not just completely. Ah, oh, you made that choice the one time. Matter nothing no more. Right. My thing is this right now. I'm like, if they were to make another Mass Effect game, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say this right now. I said this a long, long time ago. They need to do a prequel. I agree. Okay? I would like to see Shepard become the, this hero that he's become. Because, remember, the very first planet you go on to, that actually was not a blank planet. That was, a, that was the planet with those four-on okay, aliens. Okay, but I see a bit of a problem with that. Just a slight one. You know how you can choose your origin in Mass Effect? How you gonna do that? How you gonna do a prequel for Shepard? I mean, if like, well, ooh, I mean, you could have the same identical mission, but have three ways to go about it, and that way you will have the three or four. Yeah, because my thing is this: there is so much great lore of this game. Agree. Like it's... where, like, um, what was it called? There was the Ragnite War with the Krogans. That would be beautiful to see the Ragnite War and the Krogans. I would have loved uh, to see the Krogans become this menace. The Morning War <laughs> and the Ragnite War would be amazing to watch. Because the Krogans almost like they went out full on space invader everyone. Hmm. What is um ah, not Jack, um your your space alien police buddy, um what was their alien race? The, yeah, the what, Yeah. There's a part where in, Ma in Mass Effect 3 you actually go to the moon and they're like, Yeah, you know, this moon is is like symbiotic to us for like a symbol and we're gonna keep fighting against these Reapers. It just we fought against the re you know the, the Krogans. Yeah, that we, was their last stand that, against that, the that Krogans. was the last stand the Krogans and the Krogans actually thought it was necessary to launch rocks at them. Yeah. <laughs> they were literally diverting asteroids to the planet. Yes, they were that they were bombing the planet with asteroids. The Krogans were such a menace they were outbreeding everyone. That's how the Genophage became a thing. Uh, oh yeah, because the technically the Krogans had before the Genophage they had the uh, reproductivity of uh, of rabbits. That's how wow. no uh, no actual like frogs. Like when they had kids, there was like multiple things they could have like outrageous amounts of kids. Yeah, like, so pretty much it was super high. So that's uh, actually that's how they won the they were winning the wars. They it's were just like They were just throwing more and more people there. Right. That's how they kept going. They yeah. just kept making because more I, and more. I would have loved to see the world originally how it looked like because the war got destroyed because of the war, the civil wars that they ha were having breaking out. If you remember when you um when you meet Rex, Rex is part of like this one faction and he's trying to rebuild. Yeah. And everyone think is calling him crazy because he's doing all these radical things that make common sense. But to other Krogans, they all they think about is war. Right. So it was it's something neat. I would have loved to see the Quarians in their civil war against the Gat. Oh, that would have been awesome. Like, we we we, we we did get storytelling of like how things went, but I would have loved to actually see them get into space. I would have loved to see all these wars that the humans fought. I, I, I the first contact war would be nice to be. I will say these three wars would be great if they made either DLCs or straight up a whole game where you actually they could make a whole game where you go through all three wars. I might Ragnai, Mornings the Morning War and the First Contact War would be great to be seen. Mm -hmm. I mean overall though, like for me, 
I, I'm I'm kind of torn between if I want to buy this because again I'm I'm saying this as someone who has played Mass Effect one, two, and three so freaking much it's not even funny. But if you haven't, in my opinion, these games storytelling is amazing. It is a space opera and it's fantastic. I will say Mass Effect, the whole trilogy is a it's a video game classic. Like it's one of those games. That should be you should play if you're a gamer, in my opinion. Cause it's like I always say, especially for the story. Now, the gameplay in the third one is the best gameplay ever. No, I think I think two is better. Is two it is better? No, so, I think two so. Is isn't it the same across all three now in Legendary though? No, oh. not exactly. No, you still see that you actually can feel a lot of the difference even in the weapons when you. Them. Oh, hardcore! You you use a sniper rifle in the first one and the third one. Yeah, a whole other story. You can actually feel this, like how strong a sniper rifle hits in the third one. And the aiming system is a lot better. Oh, in the first one, I, I mean, I use snipers throughout all three. Yeah, that was my go-to. In the first one, they were not bad. They were pretty good. But yeah. the more when I played the second one, you could feel the impact of like the rounds. You actually like they were strong hmm. you decimated enemies third one even better huh like i honestly feel like the third one though has the best even for how it uses the powers way better the first one has the worst gameplay of them all uh. i would no matter legendary edition or not legendary edition the first one has the the most lackluster gameplay in my opinion of them all huh Oh, I'm gonna play it anyway, just to get the story. Dude, absolutely uh, no. Like I said, this story is so worth it. There, it, it just so nice, so beautiful, right there. Yeah. It would have been quicker to just kill them. I don't have time for this. Don't stay too long, or time will be all you have. Ladies, gentlemen. Non-binary Earthlings and aliens of all kinds, it's the Mass Effect Rag. Blend your ear and hear a tale about the future of our race, where a person who's a gender and another thing goes to space and uncovers these discoveries about an ancient time and place. What a massive track, garnering mad respect, that's the Mass Effect rag. Fight against the Gethertorian, it is quite the myth that you're in. Look around and take a walk, we just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and jelly beasts and green solarians. Hope that you're the means to their ends, you may live to shoot another day if your squad will scoot out of the way. Be a paragon or renegade, use your charm or choose intimidate, racking up the XP, climbing up the Really have for like game things right now. I just got, I finally got my physical copy of Pokemon Snap, and ah. finally, um, you I'm, gotta tell me how that is. I did not get. All my friends Snap. say it, there is there's so much more to Pokemon Snap than the original N64 game that it actually makes it worth a play. Because at first I was like, man, I want to play it. My one friend's like, I don't know, is it gonna be the same? Because again, we play it so much on the N64. Like again, like the Mass Effect situation, is it worth it? But no, my one friend says it is 100% worth it. It's worth 100% getting it. So did they do a huge overhaul about it? I think graphically what? overhaul and like more stuff to do with taking pictures okay. of different Pokemon. Because so. I knew Pokemon Snap would just go around and take pictures. No, but it was unique though. Back then, when the N64. Well, yeah, no, back for 64. When there's this, this thing called the internet was slower than a potato. Yeah. 
you didn't have that luxury of going on and figuring how to do things. Sometimes you had to wait for a thing called a magazine, kids. Or if you were lucky, you had friends who found out about it. Exactly. Right. Again, for one of my things. Is wait, me- they have that Nintendo hotline? That's right. Oh my god, that was so expensive. <laughs> Just thinking like way back oh, in Nintendo power days. No, I remember one of our church buddies. I. Uh, um, his parents were loaded, and there was countless times where he would tell his mom when we were all over there, I can't figure this out. And she would just be like, yeah, sure, knock yourself out. Here's, you know, th- do this. And I re- I think it was, what, $5? I don't remember. It was outrageous amounts of money. Oh, my God. It was something absurd that you, like, if you look at it now when you're older and you see how much money it costs, it's like, I ain't going to pay that. Right. You're smoking crack. Because it was so insane of like, oh no, you gotta throw the holy water in this way from uh, Castlevania. Oh yeah. And it'll, you know, the water will drip and I'll show you the secret location. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. Th- wasn't it like nobody found out about it until somebody ended up calling or something? Like that yes. was the only way anybody ever found out about that like secret. Yeah, seriously. But no, look for me. Like I got called a liar originally on the N- on the N sixty four Pokemon Snap. There is a this thing you time it just right and when you're in this cave kind of area and it's all spacey it looks like the constellations mm-hmm. you can see like you know stars there's actually a mew there and i did it purely by accident and everyone called me bull but you can actually save the pictures when you save the pictures you can actually show them they're all like how did you do that back then we didn't have the internet you either got lucky or you got, you got lucky. or like you got lucky like oh my god hey nintendo's magazine just came out and apparently there's some spoiler stuff for pokemon and i'll tell you how to do this huh but that, that was how it was. I mean... So there was an actual Mew constellation? Is that what you're saying? It looked like a star. It, oh, it kind of okay. like formed like a star, kind of almost. But ah. it was an outline of Mew. Yeah. You know, oh. like how, like, you know, like, you you see the weird, like, old peg lines, and then they actually show, like, oh, this is what it's supposed to represent? Yeah. It was like a Mew. Yeah. But it was cool. But again, I got that purely by accident. And nobody believed you. And no one believed me until I showed them. Huh. Proof! You need proof. But I mean, overall, like that's the only games I have played right now. Um, I know a bunch of our games got pushed back. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think Far Cry 6 isn't going to come out now until October now, from what I'm hearing. Jeez. We are supposed to see Battlefield 6 very soon. I know that Sony has pretty much all but, uh, I think, 100% pulled out of E3. E3, yep. I am not surprised by that. Why are any of the big three going to be at E3 this Microsoft. year? Microsoft. Really? Microsoft will still be there from what, as of right now, from what I've read, Microsoft will still be there. Huh. I don't blame Microsoft for doing it, because I feel like they have more, like, safes of, like, kind of, like, talking about stuff. I can see why Sony doesn't want to do it anymore. They're just going to get all, I mean, I don't know about in person, but all the YouTube comments are going to be like, uh, press conference sucks, can't get a PlayStation 5 anyway, so F this. Well, I mean, I this still is have one. This, this is something that I am hearing right now. I have not confirmed it, but as of right now, the way it sounds like right now, with the PlayStation, the PlayStation is the best selling of the new consoles right now. The numbers are fantastic, but here's the catch: like I said before, the game sales are not there because well, it's a, the because people of buying pe- them are scalpers. Because the people who are buying them are scalpers, and yeah. finally, people are realizing that this is not worth it. Right, uh, spending that money. Right. So, on the other hand, now, what I'm hearing right now is there's talks about them actually throwing things on the PC. Yeah. Like what Microsoft is doing. You don't 
both Sony and Microsoft do not make money on their console. Microsoft makes less money on the console. They actually take even more of a hit because they have to use the technology of the Blu-ray player that Sony licensed them to them. Right. So Microsoft actually takes them more of a hit. And in Microsoft's opinion, when we, why do that when we can actually put Game Pass on the PC yep. and make it more accessible for PC gamers and console gamers to play with each other? Yeah. Sony, I think, is finally realizing that. So I wonder if that means they're going to have PlayStation Now come to the PC. I wouldn't be surprised if they made an announcement of something like that, because they have to do something, because again, the game sales are not there. Right. They're not. It's so a speaking of this, uh, has it been then finally decided that PC Master Race at this point, <laughs> since everything is going No, well, well, not <laughs> no, 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 here's because, a catch, here's like, a catch. Well, there was, there was people... <laughs> Do you, do you know who Jay's Two Cents is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had they're being attacked by the commu- the YouTube community because they're like posting videos on building high end rigs and everybody's like we can't even buy any of this crap. Why no. the hell are you building these? these well, rigs? that's a, that's another thing though too. Like I was talking to my one friend, he goes, I can't buy a PC because I will break the bank and it's something that shouldn't break the bank for me. They are so outrageously. Right. My graphics card is seven years old and I've looked at how much it is. That is a joke. $700 graphics card, top of the line GTX 3080, which isn't even the best, costs about 2100 right now. Yes. Are you serious? No, yes. it's, it's a, just a chip shortage. There's I all am this. so happy I built my gaming PC. And that's another, thing, <laughs> that's another thing too. Nintendo will probably show off a new Switch. That's the room. Switch Pro. Yep. And apparently Sony already has a new um, PS5, t- you know, point two whatever. And I'm just saying you're going... Yeah, but they're saying that's that's very minute upgrades yes, for but, that. Yes, but here's my problem. Here's the catch, yeah, though. They didn't need it's literally they a die shrink. Yeah, but here's my thing, though. I can't get a PS5 now. What are the odds of me getting True. this PS5? Right. That, they, that's my problem. Weren't they making the new one so it was more available? Wasn't that the whole Well, that's the whole point, is they're trying to make smaller chips so that they can make more because they're not using as much yeah, to so build those systems. Either. So shouldn't it be more? Not if the, not if the scalpers just grab them all. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I mean, was so mad. I was so mad on, like, the day that both the consoles came out. Yeah. Because I was super stoked. I was going to, for the first time in my life, in 27 years, for the first time, I was going to pre-order the consoles. Yeah. When, like, I want it. I'm like, you know what? Square, I'm getting both. I want to go all out, you know, trim myself. Yeah. Could it either one? They were sold out in three seconds yep. after they came online. I yep. was so mad. We even mentioned that in the podcast. Adam and I were both like, yeah, we're going to get the new consoles. We're going to talk about them. And him yeah. went to the GameStop, remember? Yeah, we, were, we went early there in the was, There were supposed to be 25 consoles for the Series X and 15 for the Series S. And me and him, I was number nine. He was number 10. And guess what? Derp derp, we didn't get one. Right. Didn't you say they stopped at eight? You were like one off or something? I was one off. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, like there's three people there's four people for the, the digital one, the S. They're already they already picked theirs out because it went like in order of like, oh, these four people, here's your slip, this is the S, and I'm going like, Well, okay, fine. There's four people right there and they're almost in the front anyways. There's four right there. They said they got eight you know, like so many consoles. I, I have a good chance of getting the Series X. And then I look at Joe, I'm like, dude, you know, like, hey, there's only eight people in front of us. 
They, by the way, didn't they open early too that day? They did not. Here's the problem when you with dealing with COVID and calling the mall area. No one could give you a freaking exact proper time. I would call them and say, hey, what time is the mall opening? What time can I walk in there? What time will it be okay? Yeah, because we went there early, like before it was supposed to open. We went we... in we went in there an hour before it was supposed mm -hmm. to open. And apparently you could have got there sooner. And here's the catch. A lot of them already got to pick out which one they wanted. And I'm sitting here going, okay, well, I call the mall, and the mall says, you're, you're not allowed to do this, and now all of a sudden, like, they let you do this. That's the only problem I have. But again, unless you get people to come to a brick-and-mortar store, which is, this is sad to say, because trying to buy it online, again, is it's stupid. It's a joke. It is a joke. Do you know Walmart is selling the Xbox Series X for like a thousand bucks? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's up with that? Can anybody? Ex I've, I've tried to understand why it's a thousand bucks on Walmart. They can online because they have so much. Um, they have so much clout when it comes to stock and stuff like that. They can actually hold their. So prices. like, there's nothing extra about it. Not, it's nothing. Just Nothing. Double the price of what it's supposed to be, or, yep. or if not, they're selling bundles. Because I know GameStop already. I think it said all access on it. Like, oh, okay. Because I know for a fact that like when GameStop was calling me saying that they were getting some in, the catch was, here is this. Here's the console. You gotta buy this. Like, I think two or three games, and you gotta buy an extra controller, and uh, I think something else. And that's the only way to buy it. You just can't buy the console. Yep. Wait, didn't also GameStop like keep consoles to themselves and then yes. like sold them oh, on eBay they, for like double the price they or got something? They got caught. They got caught on it because there were so many like YouTube things showing all these people who used to be GameStop employees and saying, of course they did. They used cash, so they wouldn't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. There's a paper, so there's no paper trail properly because there's a cash, not a credit card trail. But I mean, overall though, I wouldn't be surprised if I see Sony do the PC route. I really don't because again, Horizon Zero Dawn sold fantastic on Steam. Sold fantastic. Oh, I mean that game was a masterpiece. Absolutely. Hmm. Not surprised. I don't remember if I bought that one on Steam or not. I have it on PS4 though. I I, I thought you only bought it on the PS4. Yeah. I thought you said I'm not gonna do it because I already own it. I'm not gonna own it twice. Right. Although I will say they need to fix PS now. I do not like what they're doing with it. I tried to use it for a little bit. You cannot actually download all of the games. Some of them you can only stream. Oh, yeah, play, yeah, yeah, I know. Which oh. I am not happy about because, like, my, my internet connection is mediocre at best. That thing does not work that well. And honestly, I like to have my games downloaded on my console and not have to worry that my, I gotta stream them to sure. actually play them. Right. And that's why I prefer the Game Pass on Xbox so much more. I think. The game, in my opinion, Game Pass for Xbox, amazing idea. Especially when they do the day one releases as well for games that maybe you're yeah. not sure about yeah. buying. Yeah, Medium. I played the Medium on that. Uh, well, the listeners know, because that was like one of our episodes. But yeah. the Medium came out day and date on Pass for free, and I played through that whole game in like two weeks. Because Game Pass, game Pass is actually is the best savior for a console gamer for people who are developing console games who are indie developers. Because I'm sorry right now, the medium would not have had its success without Game Pass. No, every, right. A lot of gamers would just be like, I, I got a certain amount of money, and I hate to say it, it's this or that. I hate to say, it, what am I going to probably play with my friends? This Call of Duty game or this game that I don't know? And it's yeah. going to be a risk to pay, spend this money. So Game Pass kind of, they made their money back day one. Sure. Absolutely. Plus, with the fact that all the games now have increased in price on their release, it helps even more. 
Because yeah. there were games back in like what, fifty bucks when they first day one? Sixty was it? It's it's been sixty since the Xbox three sixty came yes. out. Okay, since since about the since about like say the end of two thousand five. When the PS two okay. I think if I'm correct, the PS two and GameCube and the Xbox, I if I'm correct, they were fifty, 50 bucks. bucks. Okay, so that was fifty but then it was but, but 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 anyone who wants to clean about seventy dollar games, I'm gonna tell you this right now. From the Super Nintendo all the way up to the N64, that was the Wild West for Nintendo like making outrageous prices on games. Yeah. Shadows of the Empire, ninety bucks. Uh, the same Are price you, for wait, Re- Return of the Jedi and Game Boy, ninety dollars. For real? Oh yeah. For real? Oh, yeah. Bro, yeah. I did not know about that. Dude, I, I found Final Fantasy VII for PlayStation One for ninety bucks one time. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, they got uh, what was it? Uh, Zelda Twilight Princess for GameCube. Two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, oh, but, but but for me, but what I'm just saying though, when it like when first release, first release games, like um, they were pricey, and if you do inflation, they were like what I think if I did the math correct, these games were over a hundred and twenty dollars. Okay, but I will also say the biggest problem now is look the ten bucks extra that we used to be fine, but take for example uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's as soon as it came out, it was not even worth half the price. Oh, by the way, it was buggy, you especially can, for the old consoles. You can blame right there. Bloodthirsty fans sending death threats. Oh, I heard about that. Yep, big wig, big wigs who just saw a profit and didn't care. Yep. Oh, absolutely! No, no, no! Like it's. I'm just saying though. Like putting a price like that, but that I'm getting a beta or alpha game. And, and Poland's um, labor laws are totally different from the U.S. laws. Okay. I think it was mostly just their stockholders saying, hey, we want this game up on December 9th because Christmas. Because, Gotta get them sales because in. Because my honest God opinion is when you... I know people who used to work in the video game company as mm-hmm. game testers, designing, and there was countless times where they were... like, My one friend, she worked on Anthem, and all... Nothing but horror stories from Anthem. Nothing but horror stories. Right when that game was shown on E3, it was like, okay, make a game. Well, that, that's when when you played Anthem, if you ever played Anthem, the game just felt rushed, incomplete, confusing as crap, because it was literally, go, 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 we gotta put something out, we gotta put something out. And all she told me, she said, working there, the environment just got worse, worse, and worse, and worse, and worse when it came to that game. And when the game finally came out, the environment was still terrible because now they're like, now you have to fix it. Well, how do we fix it? And there was all these ideas, and they didn't work. And she said, enough is enough. I'm I'm leaving. But, she left. She left yeah, the company. Wasn't also like the flight system and Anthem like only input inside after like the beta version or something? I don't like remember. they got. Fe- I think I heard like they got feedback from like the players, and they were like, oh yeah, we were like you know the fly and everything. So they just. Because rushed to put it in because and did it half I I love loot and shoot games and I love Destiny and I just stood here going like man if Anthem is fantastic I I'm totally I could I could see myself losing hours in this game and having fun that doesn't bother me playing it it was just like what 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 did you guys do and then you hear the story about it and I really don't blame Bioware for what happened it is all the, the stockholders and the the CEO of EA kind of just going like make us something because they had to redo everything. See, EA was the biggest problem right there. 
Yeah, and Activision for Destiny. I heard Destiny got a lot better once Activision backed out. Yes and no. Yes and no? Because Activision has no problem of, like, killing the Golden Goose. Okay. Um, there was something that the main, um, the guy who sued, um, Activision and Bungie for the music, because he didn't get his full pay. Oh, he, yeah, I heard about he that. Descri- I forgot what he said again. Like, he's like, uh, the main audio guy was talking to one of the big wigs, and he goes, yeah, you know, Bungie, it's like a golden egg kind of situation. You gotta take care of it. And then the guy goes, um, I forgot what he says. Like, no, nah, dude, you gotta treat it like, you know, you, you want to make this, like, special, like, thing for Doc. That, no, you just gotta cram it full of, like, you know, like, food inside its belly and then cook it. And then just, you know, and then just get oh what it, then sell it for what it's worth. And not worry about how long it takes to make a golden egg. Get it out now. And he, that's when he was like, I don't like this this situation. Oh. I wonder if that's that one dude. Is it Tommy Tellerico or whatever? No, I don't think Tommy. No. I don't think The he, dude that made the, the music for Halo. No, he didn't make the music for Halo. Oh, it's this different? Yeah, Tommy Tellerico made the music for freaking, um, that terrible game that I can't believe it's not third person Halo. Um, Earthworm Jim. Was it? No way. Yeah, he made Earth, the music for Earthworm Jim. Oh. Oh, no, it's uh, Marty O'Donnell. Yeah. That's what it was. Not, but I'm just saying, not yeah. Tellerico. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I respect him for some of his music that he made back in the Second Genesis age and stuff like that. It was fantastic, but he should have never been able to review games, in my opinion. Ah. Uh. What was that show called? It was on G4. I'm serious. There was a there was two review game shows, and one was with Tommy Tellerico in it, and then the other one was the X-Play. And Attack then, of the Show? No. This was before Attack of the Show. Oh, I don't know. Those are the only two that I remember. I remember him reviewing Star Fox on the GameCube, and then, uh, what was it called? It was a company that fell for bankruptcy. It was one where, like, it was on the Xbox, and it was like, I got so much Halo feels out of it. And Armor- No. Armorines was uh, Nintendo 64? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to talk about the next podcast. On the Xbox. Yeah, the Brute original Force? Xbox. Brute Force? No. No. No, 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 no. no. This was a game where, like, it was a prize where whoever found all the secrets and information got a million dollars. Oh. Fun fact, the game tanked so badly and sales were terrible that they backed out of the million dollar deal, even though people were searching for all the clues. Then they made an MMO, and they also made another challenge. Whoever can do this in the MMO got a million dollars. MMO tanked. Again, they backed out of the million dollar deal. Huh. I can't remember its name, but you had kinetic powers and you could do real. Uh, Tabula Rasa? No, that was an MMO. That's what I'm saying, an MMO. That no, was this made was by not, uh, Richard This was Richard not an Gary. MMO. This was a third-person style shooter. Oh. No, I don't know. Yeah. But honest to God truth, though, it was, like, him reviewing his game that he made the music for. And I'm just going, like, you shouldn't be allowed to do this. True. Well, no, I guess I agree. Yeah. If I don't I care, mean, if all you made is the music, who cares if you review the game? game itself there, there will be a bias because that's your music in that game but you could always say game sucks but the music is great no josh <laughs> i think some part of you if you were to make music for a video game you would defend it because that's something that you put time and effort into a game that's not a bad thing it's something that you worked on and you want to defend it i'm not criticizing that right i'm criticizing that like you i can't take his word on no yeah it's like there's a there's a there's a slight bias because you had some part of creating it exactly you 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 get what i'm saying yeah but on the opposite end it's just like music is just music if the gameplay sucks oh the gameplay sucked (laughs) you know the gameplay royally freaking sucked 
So we can we wrap this thing up? I think we've been going for like fifty minutes. Yeah, I think I we think. can. Maybe. But again, this will our this episode will be two parts. We're gonna have one the next episode that comes out will be our topic, and then the next episode will be our game reviews, and we should get right back to the normal formula yep. again. Yep. So, um, I got two ideas. I've already talked to Andrew and Josh and a few other people about it, and I think I got enough to make a list of it for next podcast. Yep. So I am Adam. I'm Josh. I'm Joseph. Peace out, guys. And yeah, Andrew is not here for this episode. Yeah, Andrew had to leave. He left. Peace uh, and pain, wisdom teeth. Yep. Do you have any suggestions on what's taking us out this time around? Because I don't. For have, this song, I don't have music set up for this episode. I would really love some like the Mass Effect for the map. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. When you go in the map hub. Sure. Oh, I, the, the galaxy map. You know what I'm talking. Yeah, I yeah. love. It's it's it sounds like nice it's like space elevator music. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It was magical. Well, there is actually. Yeah, conversations were. Yeah. We're dancing right now. Yay! Think yeah, of think, yep. think of the most whitest people you've ever met in your life, and they're doing like a 1950 shuffle, guys. A 1950. Just visualize Adam crumping the list. Yeah, there we go. That's the word. Yeah, that just loops. It's like 27 seconds. But alright. Peace out, guys. Yep, I'll That Hanar refuses to listen to reason. Why can't it act in an orderly and lawful manner? Because it's a big, stupid jellyfish.